everybody, and welcome to Megan Fun of Sports. It is our first episode of the year 2022. I am Megan Connolly, alongside my beautiful co-host who is rocking curtain bangs, Megan Gailey. Megan, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. I saw so many people um, using the caption um, from the Taylor Swift song, I'm feeling 22. And I was like, that's so weird that all my friends feel like they're 22. And then I was like, oh, 2022. Gotcha, gotcha. Were you seeing that trend on Instagram? I, I was seeing that everywhere. And it's okay. been a big Taylor Swift year. And I think yeah. that was really the last album that I got into was the Feel in 22 one. Or maybe Red. I, I could have. I was into Red. The new stuff, it's it's just not the same for me. I was an original Swifty. People can wow. hate me for not liking the new stuff, and that's fine. Um, it's just she's changed. And you liked so her when she was more country, um, or young, just younger. Yeah, I think I liked her when I was like a like a teen, where I was like, boys break my heart all the time. Yeah, and yeah, now yeah. Just- and now you're like, the world feels like it might be ending, <laughs> so we got to move past the scarf girl. Yeah, yeah, the the boys are the least of the problems mm-hmm. in our world in the year. No, we're we're married women. We've got yeah, we are. boys if anything. We're like we kind of like these boys. <laughs> um so Megan, um in this how was your new year's first of all? We'll we'll get to that. Did you do anything fun, exciting? <clears throat> it was sober. Um probably the first sober new year's I've had in uh, I'm going to say like 17 years. Um, yeah, just because, you know, I've been throwing it back a while. Uh, and so we went over to a friend's house and um, it was just the four of us had lots of snacks. Um, really. So despite being like not high or drunk, I still ate a lot. And then in Los Angeles, one of my favorite things that a lot of white people that have moved here do not like is that LA goes hard on fireworks. Um, I love fireworks. I do too. And I think maybe that's the Midwest in us. Um, Indiana, I joke, like you can buy fireworks at a kindergarten. Like they are legal and they are everywhere. A Planned Parenthood, good luck finding one. But a firework stand you will find um so they have like a really pretty um back patio so we were able to see like a panoramic view of and it's just people putting them off in their like driveways but they have white socks level fireworks and the white Sox fireworks are very good people don't know this about the white Sox. um it's one of the perks of being a white Sox fan it's like you're almost a minor league baseball team fan so they just they have themed nights and they have fireworks. I think it's like every Friday they have fireworks. So oh hi yeah I love it. So and yeah, they're fireworks. always synced up to the music, which is my favorite. oh yes, that's amazing. Well, I famously was thrown out of a um, Dodgers game right before the fireworks started for smoking weed in the stadium, um, and the man threw me out. And then I was like, okay. But then I was just this sat outside. Weed pens? Was this? This was like I was smoking a Pax. Yeah. So it was like weed pens. It's sort of. But CJ got me a Pax that like burned actual weed, and so it smells a lot stronger. And so a man threw me out. But it's like you can't throw someone out of fireworks. You know, like you can still mm-hmm. see the sky. So it was fine. Um, and then New Year's Day, we went to Malibu and had a lovely day. I think Eddie, our producer Eddie, was also in Malibu for New Year's. So that's that's a really good way to start the year. Malibu is is stunning. I was in Atlanta, Georgia. 
Okay. Um, we had an event there and I spent New Year's Eve in a hotel lobby with my fabulous coworkers. And I kept okay. saying, I'm going to go to bed before New Year's because I brought like a face mask and was just going to have a me night. And I got peer pressured into drinking more champagne. So, so you made it past New Year's. I, I did. I'm not very good at the um, conversation exit. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah, I, you know, because I'm a talker. So I, I usually end up overstaying my welcome. Um, but Megan, in the spirit of New Year's, I just wanted to see this is a big year for you. You're going to become a mother. So what mm-hmm. are you looking forward to most in 2022? Becoming a mother. Um, and yesterday was the first day of the last job I'll have before I become a mother. You know, like I'm in my um, finale of working, but I'll go back to work. Don't worry. Um, and or maybe I won't, honestly. <laughs> I'm like, maybe I'll be a sale mom. So I'm very excited to that. And then my New Year's resolution was to journal. Um, and so yesterday I went and got a journal and then I got some nice pens that have little nice things on them. Happy thoughts, be present. They basically say like, don't be a bitch on them. And I'm, I'm looking forward to hopefully COVID really ending. Um, oh, it really hurts to sneeze. I'm sorry. That was, that was really ironic because you said COVID ending. I know. I know. And it's like, there's something happening with the pressure on my ribs from the baby where it's very painful to sneeze and I'm in a sneezing time. Um, we have like my family's supposed to come out here. CJ's family's supposed to come out here. You know, we got baby plans. You do. And I'm sure everybody asks you now that you're pregnant, the number one question is, how are you feeling? Yeah. Um, I, um, I have, my mom told me this morning that she was talking to my aunt and that they both said I was big. Uh, and so I'm like, oh, okay. I didn't know that I was bigger than I was supposed to be. I'm feeling, um, pretty good. I will say that's one of the benefits of this Omicron for me is that like, I don't really have to go anywhere right now. Like everyone's like, all my plans are canceled. And I'm like, I'm huge. And I just lay in my bed basically. I think it'd be funny if you came up with like a totally uncomfortable and different answer for every time that someone asked you how you're feeling. I've definitely told people I had hemorrhoids and they were not expecting that answer. Um, so. Because I always get that. How is married life? What are you looking forward to in 2022? Well, in the spirit of Bill Belichick, I thought that we'd, we'd share our resolution. So go ahead and hit it, Eddie. Hi. Um, football aside, sorry, but I'm doing a story about New Year's resolutions. And I was just wondering if you had any you wanted to share with your fans and our readers. Yeah, no, not right now. Okay, thanks. Maybe next week. <laughs> it's just so unbelievable. I, every time I hear her, you hear the, she says, hi, sorry. Um, like, which is so, I've definitely started conversations that way. Sorry. Um, and just the way she asks it is apologetic. Oh, I love it's it. It's like when you're at a restaurant and you go to complain and you go, hi, sorry, just real quick. This food is awful. Yeah. Hi, <laughs> um, Sorry. So I just had to play that. I mean, we've talked about it a million times on the show, but it never gets old. There was a follow-up, and he did not share his New Year's yeah. resolution because it was personal. My New Year's resolution, as I said last week, was to wear 
normal clothes every day. And mm. I just realized I'm setting myself up for failure. I'm not going to be able to do that. But I did put some jewelry on today. So, okay. so that's a step in the right direction. Um, I would like to read more. I spend a lot of time scrolling away on my phone, on Instagram, aimlessly scrolling for no reason whatsoever. So instead of doing that, I would like to pick up a book and read. So I, um, I read a lot. I read before bed every night. And I also always read when I'm traveling. And people have told me that I have such good recommendations that I should start my own book club. So I am happy to send you my Goodreads account and some of my favorite books that I read over the last year. Because I end up probably reading um, three books a month. Wow. My goal was one a month. I'm almost done with one. So okay. Maybe, yeah. Maybe here we go. Once you get in the groove, you're like, this is really fun. Yeah. 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 I just need to just, are you a Kindle or are you a book book? I am a Kindle. Um, I have made a deal with big daddy Bezos, um, that I don't feel great about, but I love my Kindle because it's so much easier to take on a plane and it has a light on it. Mm -hmm. And so when CJ's like asleep or we have the lights off, I can still read. And most nights I fall asleep reading and then I, um, am like holding it and it bonks me on the head. (laughs) (laughs) So you'll have like a permanent, you're going to be concussed. <laughs> yeah. My Kindle. Not from football, CTE from reading. CTE so. from reading. And I will say when you read in the middle of the day, it makes you feel like a wealthy woman. You know, you're like, look at me. I have nothing to do. Even though there are things to be doing, but you're like, I'm a lady of leisure. I, I need to do that more. Um, okay. So what everybody listens to our show for is sports, but that was our New Year's resolution. In the spirit of the new year, 2022, Megan, do you have bold predictions for this year? Gosh, I have some things that I want to come true. I really want Serena to get that elusive major that she has been chasing. Um, And she's obviously not playing in the Australian. And I think people say like, it's not going to happen for her, but I need her to come back and win another one um, to, I believe this would be to tie Margaret Court, um, who is a woman who has perhaps lost her mind in her old age. I don't, I did watch a 60 minutes with her. She has joined like a crazy evangelical, not even joined. She is the leader of an evangelical church in Australia. She's a cult leader now. (laughs) She's a cult leader now. And like, it's like, well, my God, you know, you just like see an old woman. She like, is she crazier than Tom Brady? Because he's kind of leading a cult now. With the TV oh, she's now. crazier. She's crazier. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I want that. I want Tiger to... I'm going to be so bold as to say play in the Masters. I want him to play in the Masters. Ooh, I think 2023 is going to be his year. I but I think this could be a big year for Charlie Woods. Who yes. I think is... He's a little cutie. Love Charlie. Um, I would say I absolutely think LeBron is shipping all of his teammates away in 2022. Um, We've already seen Rondo go to the Cavs. I think uh, I'm hearing a lot of rust to the Pacers, which I would actually really like, but Mm -hmm. I, I, I I would go so far as to say, I don't know if Anthony Davis is going to be there um, anymore. I I think it's schools out and the boys are leaving. Uh, And, Yes, I think the Colts are going to make the Super Bowl. <laughs> I did say bold, so. <clears throat> yep, I'm predicting. The nail on the head. Okay, after this weekend in Carson mm. Wentz's performance, it really just, he sold it 
He sold you. Yeah, I'm kind of doing like the what is it? The secret, you know. I'm putting it out there, and you're putting it into the universe. I'm putting it into the universe, and a personal prediction for us is that we will we will both be able to attend a sporting event together and that we are going to have a return of being able to go to things. I am going to a Lakers game in two weeks and I'm so excited. And when I tell people, they're like, Ugh, and it's like, listen, I'm going, I'm going, I have to go. I want to go. You, you do, you do have to go. I have a couple of bold predictions for 2022 and one I think might um, be a little jarring for you. So just take a deep breath in real quick. Okay. Um, I think Baker Mayfield is going to be a cult. <laughs> okay. Wow. Okay. Now, can yeah. I can I push back on that? Because the Colts are now going to have to give up a first round pick for um, to the Eagles for Carson Wentz, and like Reich seem like they they're going to be giving up so much. So you think they're gonna they'll find a trade for Baker that will make up for having to get rid of that first round? Yeah, I know it's bold and I don't really know how it's going to happen, but I just can't see them starting next season with Carson Wentz as still their quarterback. And I don't think that, well, I, I, I mean, I think everybody's kind of agreed on it now. Like Cleveland is not going yeah. to give Baker another contract. So where does he end up? I think he was made for Indianapolis. And honestly, I think Indy would, would embrace him and love him. Oh, 100%. 100%. You know, He's we've not had. God awful. No, 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 no. Um, I don't, I, I don't hate it. It's interesting. And, you know, I have tons of Browns friends. Um, and so, yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Him I'll or Jimmy G, which Ooh. I, if, mm. if I, <laughs> I know, I know he's the, he's the more <laughs> handsome candidate, but I think he's too much of a pretty boy. He's been hurt every season of his career. And I just want to be like, you know what, Jimmy, suck it up. That's why he needs a wife to yell at him. He would not like Indianapolis. Him. I, uh, yeah. Mm-mm. He would spend a lot of time in Chicago. It is closer to home because yeah, Chicago. Yeah, true, true, okay. true. Um, I think Tom Brady is going to retire and he will make at least two more documentaries about himself. Oh, God. He's already made enough and people still watch him. So I don't blame I him know. for making them, but I'm just, ugh, all right. Um, the Bulls are going to win the East. Okay. They're um, two games in locked into first right now. Yeah, um, I'm also going to sue the state of Florida because I bet this with better odds early mm-hmm. on in mm-hmm. the year, and then they shut down gambling and took away my bet and just refunded me. But that, that bet's mm. worth a lot more now. The odds for the Bulls winning the East are plus 1,000, so go bet that now on FanDuel. Um, my husband told me I'm crazy for projecting this, but John Morant is going to win the MVP. The odds are plus 7,000, and he told me there's no way it happens because the team isn't good enough but hear me out. They're the same odds as Luca, James Harden, Devin Booker, Chris Paul, and Donovan Mitchell. There's um, a, a controversy right now that he may not even be an all-star. And you're saying MVP. But he's been unbelievable. Oh, I Last love week, him. He had two plus 40-point games. I love him. I named oh. myself after him. And so. I like having, um, he had like, he has really, he has really great braids and then he pulls them back into like a top knot. And mm-hmm. I just love seeing his, um, hair dance on the court. I also love his eyebrows. He has yeah. the two little, um, and I love his little eyebrows. baby. Oh my God. Who's <sighs> probably not a little baby anymore. But when John Morant wins the MVP, <laughs> I will go to my eyebrow person and get my eyebrows done. Exactly like John Morant. <laughs> People are, people are going to wonder what sort of white girl gang you've joined. <laughs> I will get a um, teardrop tattoo. 
You're not going to like this one. Are you going to get filled in? Um, no, only one murder. Okay. Um, I am projecting the Titans to win the Super Bowl. What the fuck, Megan? So the Titans? other plus twelve hundred because Derek Henry could come back this week. I hope not. I really don't want that to happen. The really AFC is loaded right now. I look at I all know. the teams. I'm like, they're all so good. Well, and it's just it's wild to see the teams that like a few weeks ago it was like the the Ravens were in, the Browns were in, and it's like they're they're not they're not they're sitting at home now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, flippy floppied. And then you see Joe Burrow, what he did last week, and I'm like, no one's going to beat him. And then Kansas City, I don't know. I just, I think if the Titans get Derrick Henry back, I really like them to make a run. All right. I think Tannehill has looked underwhelming. Yeah, but I know that's, that's without his, you know, start running back. But okay. All right. Um, another bold prediction. Um, Eddie, I'm going to need the picture for this one. So there's wow. A-Rod. Mm-hmm. He has gotten thick. Look at him. So yeah. um, for those people just hmm. consuming this via listening, um, there's a picture of A-Rod um, sitting courtside at an NBA game, and he looks fat. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I am really taking offense to the styling, too. Uh, the jeans, the shirt. I will say being photographed publicly in the week between Christmas and New Year's has to be the worst time to be photographed. You know, Plus, he's and, dealing with a breakup. Of course. Um, and like J-Lo and Ben are everywhere and like looking so good. And the woman that he um, supposedly was having this like FaceTime inappropriate relationship with, the Southern Charm gal, she's now engaged. I mean, things have fallen apart for him and there's only so much a good tan can take away in weight gain oh it's true everybody looks better tan but i think that um a-rod is is going to get fatter this is just (gasps) the beginning of his body changing and i think he's going to start a weight loss and exercise program yeah 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 he could be getting chunky on purpose right now it could be you know Yeah, absolutely. I did hear, though, one of the makeup artists at work told me, because I was trying to learn how to take a selfie because I'm so awkward at it, Mm -hmm. and they told me J-Lo does, like, face exercises to make um, all of her – her bone structure look really lean. So she spends a lot of day um, just practicing that. I am also under um, the influence of the same skin – one of the same um, products she uses – I use, I use La Mer and apparently she uses La Mer too, but La Mer is like, you know, it's the, it's truly the creme de la creme. Wow. I don't use that. I, I didn't even know what it was until right now. Maybe they'll sponsor us. La Mer, sponsor our podcast. I don't think they need us, but I hope, I hope. Hey, you know, with this lighting, our skin all looks fantastic. But I like, you know, put just a little, you know, like, like it's so expensive and I just put it on my face. Apparently she puts it all over her body. I can't even imagine. I can't even imagine. So that's probably like a thousand dollars per per day just on the stuff she puts on her face. Yeah. Well, and you saw last week that, um, at one point she made like a video or something where she didn't have any makeup on and still looked incredible. And a guy was like, okay, see, this is what she looks like, like insinuating that she looked bad. And it was like, oh dear. <laughs> and people fucking <laughs> roasted his ass. 
Um, I have three more. Well, two more. Um, so A-Rod gets fat. Another bold prediction is I finally learn how to use my TamCast, which is the recording device that Megan mm. and I use for this mm-hmm. podcast. I fuck it up every other show at least. Or Tascam. I can't even say the word right. So, yeah, Tascam. I don't know mm-hmm. how to use it. So um, a lot of I get a lot of feedback that my audio sounds bad. It's not Eddie's fault. It's mine. <laughs> so maybe you got one. that feedback. Uh, yeah, I have like friends that listen to the show. They're like, Megan sounds great. You sound like shit. Oh my <laughs> yeah, god, it's that my is... fault. Hi, friends. But it's my fault. It's my fault. Um, so I'm gonna learn how to use it. Another projection: we all get COVID. I think everybody has that projection. <gasps> um, and then celebrity death pool. I got Bob Barker. I think he's dead. Is he? I think he died. Did he? Bob Barker. Is he? Bob Barker. Let's see. Um, From the crisis, right? He's not dead. He just retired. Really? Oh, my God. He's 98. I honestly thought he was dead because he was someone that I always thought of as like pre Me Too. Um, you know, like, I'm like, thank God he died. Cause he would have gotten me too big time. <laughs> There's still time. No, you know, he wants you to get your dog spayed and neutered. Wow. Okay. Yeah. He's my celebrity death pool of 2022. All right. I'm going to say mine is, um, hmm, hmm. This is wishful. I'm going to say it's, um, Donald Trump. How is he alive okay. still? How? I truly, it, it baffles me. It baffles it, me. It is, it is true. Um, okay. So anyways, that was looking into 2022. Let's get into the meat and potatoes of this show. Megan, the Colts mm. are in the playoffs. Kind mm. of. They're not yet. Kind of. Yeah. Because um, there's a weird playoff wrinkle. Colts lose. So the Ra- If the Colts lose and the Raiders and Chargers tie on Sunday – both teams can get in. So I think you are set because the league's not going to let this happen. Yeah. I don't even think they have to tie. One of them could lose. Um, just if, if the Colts and if the Colts lose to the Jacksonville Jaguars, we do not deserve to go to the playoffs. Um, and so I have peace saying that. And I, I do hope you're correct that the league will not allow that to happen. Um, yeah, I was, uh, I was you're under, in. I was, hmm? you're in the playoffs. I, I can't go so far as to say that. I'm only going to be able to watch the first hour of the game, and I think that's probably good for the health of myself and my unborn child um, because I do have to work. Ugh. And um, I was underwhelmed with the Colts' performance on Saturday, and I, I think it's fair to chalk it up to the entire team having COVID. Carson Wentz, for some reason, will not admit that him not being able to practice was an issue, and it's like that's not even like a – that, that's that's truly one plus one equals two. You're not even going out on a limb. Just sit, but it's, you know, he just can't. So, uh, yeah, disappointing, disappointing. I did like that his longest completion of the day was also probably a centimeter uh, away from being an interception. A true <laughs> whoopsie-daisy. I was like, oops, didn't mean to do that, but we'll take it. It was one of these things, too, where I was watching on Sunday Ticket and – um. 
my brothers, I think, were watching the national broadcast. Like, it was on their TVs. And so I had a delay. And so they they were telling, they would, like, t- text the family thread and say things happened. So by the time I saw that play, I knew it had already been a touchdown. Because if I had watched that live, not knowing what was going to happen, I would have I would have killed over and died. I mean, you heard my voice. It's like, I can't, it was truly so insane. Um, but yeah, I, yeah. uh, oh boy. So we'll see. We shall see. Oh, I just found a hundred dollar gift card to target. What's up? Um, <clears throat> that's a great, that's a great gift card. I know. I'm thrilled. You know crazy. You can go at target with a hundred bucks. Yeah. I'll probably have to buy diapers. Um, yeah. And then, you know, I thought the Raiders were pretty impressive looking. Unfortunately, more bad news out of Vegas. Um, another player DUI. I, I honestly, I do wonder if having a, a an NFL team in Vegas is good. Um, just based on the continuing tragedies and poor decisions that come out of there. And, and obviously self-choice is, um, is a real thing too. But I, I do think there's something to be said for like giving young guys who were not necessarily, um, taught maybe maturity and responsibility, depending on their college careers, a bunch of money and sending them to a place called Sin City, uh, is kind of reaping the outcomes that, maybe we should have seen coming. Yeah. I know a lot of NFL teams have the Uber thing where the team or the organization pays for the Uber if someone's been drinking. So I don't really understand why this is still a problem, but, um, people want to drive their cars. People want to drive their fancy cars. I do think this, um, interim coach has done as, as good as, he can do. I know that like they stamp, they stomped on logos and then got their asses kicked. So I do think maybe there's just some immaturity issues there. And Derek Carr mm-hmm. seems almost like too nice of a guy to be like enough with the bullshit. Yeah. Well, they were also playing with some dead guy energy because of John Madden passing. So yes. I think they yeah. were just destined yeah. to um, to win and. I don't know. It's been a rough year for the for the Raiders. I think yeah. they really need to move on to next season. <laughs> They're like, please let it end. But your team is playing the Jaguars this weekend, and um, my team played them last weekend. Mm-hmm. Now, they had half their team out with COVID, so they were already bad, and then they got even worse. Yeah. I think you and I probably could have played for them. Oh, that'd be exciting. Been better. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it was – the most disgusting football I've ever seen in my life. I was just hoping that CBS would be like, you know what? Um, we're going to go over to the Bengals, Kansas city game. Nobody needs to watch this anymore, but, um, Patriots fans, as they want to do, they got so excited because they scored over 50 points. I am taking this game with a grain of salt because there's still a lot of work to do. They're playing against Miami in Miami this weekend. Now the Patriots have already clinched a playoff spot. However, They struggle in Miami and they're going against Brian Flores, who's a former Patriots coach. There's a lot of former Patriots players on that team. I think there's more to this game and I really don't feel good about the Patriots heading into the playoffs. Wow. All right. Like 
yesterday I ran through the AFC teams with mm-hmm. my husband. I was like, okay, it's Kansas City, it's the Bengals, it's the Titans, the Patriots, the Bills, the Colts. And I feel much better about every team than I do about my own. Um, I think that's an okay place to be, though. You're managing expectations. And if you look at the head coaches, I can't believe I'm like giving you a pep talk about the Patriots. If you look at the um, head coaches that you just named, I don't think you've got any real, you know, I think Frank Reich is an angel and I love him. But I do think, and the record shows that Belichick knows how to coach a team up for the playoffs. He does. And Mac has, he's said all the right things. He seems to be buying in. I just Mm -hmm. worry about the wide receiver and the weapons department because Mm -hmm. right now Jacoby Myers is their top guy and I love him. God bless him, but he's not good enough to be a top guy heading in the playoffs. I'm really excited for this um, Chargers Raiders win and get in. It's so, it's a single elimination game. You know, it's like Mm -hmm. the, um, which I don't think baseball does great. Actually, it's like two, ah, you play too many games for it to come down to one, but it's so, I'm very excited. Carr, Herbert. Um, Who do you want to win? I honestly kind of want the Chargers. Um, and I don't, that's not an LA bias. I wish the Chargers were still in San Diego. Um, I, and maybe that's just because the Raiders just beat the Colts. But I think I think the Chargers would – I think it would just be really exciting. It's going to be exciting either way. I'm really happy to watch the game. I'm in on the Chargers because um, I like Justin Herbert a lot. There yeah. are also two Northwestern players on that, on that team, so I get really excited about that. Um, I feel bad for the Raiders. I do think the Chargers are a better team. Oh, it's I've just looked up the line for it. So the Chargers are two and a half point favorites. Okay. Heading into this game. I'm staying far away from that one because yeah. I think it's uh I think it's gonna be close. I think it's gonna be a coin toss either way. And then also like it's just way way too early to bet because I mean half the team could be on COVID by yeah. Sunday. Yeah. So who really knows about that? Um, all right. Well, Megan, I don't know what you were doing on Sunday, but um did you happen to see the meltdown mm. of Antonio Brown? Yeah. And before we get into it, let's take a quick break so everyone can gather their thoughts and then we'll come back with whew, what was or something to watch. Okay. And we are back. Um, Megan, before the break, you asked me about Antonio Brown. Um, I was not watching it live. Um, I was, so unfortunately, um, everyone knows my dad had surgery and had to go back into the hospital on Sunday morning. And so he is doing better now. We were very worried. He was asking for Colts updates. And so that is a sign of health. Um, the Colts, we were like, my brothers and I were like, let's not, mom, let, let, I actually don't really think you should tell him much about the Colts. But I did say, <laughs> I do want you to tell him this. Antonio Brown just took off his entire uniform, threw it in the stands, and left during the game. And that did cheer my ailing father up. Um, you know, I think it's, I have thoughts about Antonio Brown. I think, um, I don't want to label him a bad guy. I think his 
track record is not great. And he's had lots of issues at lots of different places and gotten so many chances from a lot of different organizations. Um, and so it, it feels like he was enabled into this situation by Tom Brady, probably especially. I do think it was really funny. And then I also saw people being like, we're watching someone have like a mental health crisis in real time. And I totally am sympathetic to that. Um, but I also am like, this is a person who hasn't been great. And so it's, can't we just laugh for one second too? Ah, no, that's really terrible to say. No, it's not terrible. I think that we, we are allowed to laugh at this. Like, he acted like a toddler yeah. and ripped his shirt off, ran out, deuces up, and then has continued yes. to have a party throughout New York. He was sitting courtside last night at the, at the Nets game when they were playing the Grizzlies. And I was kind of wondering, does he do this if they're in like Cincinnati? No. <laughs> like, does he run out? Is he's like, no, nah, I'll, I'll wait till we're in New York. No, you because know? He, and I know they're in New Jersey, but it's an easy Uber. Like, yeah, yeah, come yeah. On. He doesn't, he didn't even know they were in New Jersey. Um, and yeah, he got picked up by the guy because yeah, then we're seeing TikToks, um, it, like a driver picked him up and I'm like, who is this guy? And my husband was like, well, that's Saquon's driver. That's like a driver. This guy was like the most bodega sounding man I've ever seen. And, and then he's making deranged cameos about Ben Roethlisberger. Like it is just so crazy. Um, I I want to know the conversations happening between Bruce Arians and Tom Brady because you yeah have I'm well, sure you have some insight. The thing that is was the issue with Antonio. Well, there was a lot of issues with Antonio yeah. Brown. There's been issues everywhere he's gone. I think that we really really need to reevaluate just the job that Pittsburgh did keeping this guy under wraps for as long as they did. I mean, Tomlin deserves. A, a medal of honor or something because he had no issues in Pittsburgh. Then he goes to Oakland. Well, it was Oakland. He went to the Raiders when they uh -huh. were in Oakland. Ton of issues. And then he comes to the Patriots. He lasted what seven days. Yeah. Um, but the issues were he couldn't stay off the phone. He was well. There was a lot of other issues with the females, but he gets in trouble when he has social media and he has his phone yeah. because he can't help himself. Tom loved him. I wonder why. Maybe because he was one of the best receivers in the league and Tom had no weapons to work with. And now Tom's in a very similar situation as he was in when he was with the Patriots for the last season. He had no weapons except Brown. And then Brown left. Tom threw a bitch fit and then left the Patriots. Now he has nobody left in Tampa. So I can't wait to see the meltdown. And I actually think that Antonio Brown's going to return. I think Tom is going to convince Bruce Arians that like he needs to come back. He's going to be like, look, I didn't come here to not win another Super Bowl, and I can't win another Super Bowl without a receiver, so get me back into the Brown. He's not I, released yet. They didn't I, release it. I know. I just think Bruce – I think – I Bruce Arians – Did Arian, you see Tom's presser? Yes, I did. Um, and so I could see him um, – pleading with Bruce Arians from a, from a mental health and like he's going through something. I just think Bruce Arians has like been a lot of places and seen a lot of shit. And if this was like a Matt LaFleur or like a younger guy, but it's like Bruce Arians is like a rough and tumble badass. He's going to be like, fuck you. I just think, I think he's going to say that to him. 
Well, he tried to say that in the beginning. He said there's yeah. no room for yeah. Antonio Brown on this team. And then Tom was like, please, please, please. So I think something must have happened because the only way that Antonio Brown works is if he's literally living in Tom Brady's basement and has a babysitter 24-7. Yeah. And I think Tom can make that happen. So um, I think Tom obviously hasn't thrown him under the bus yet. Yeah, so. I, I do think there's a chance to – if this had been the only thing, combine this with the fake Vax card. At some point, I was saying this after the fake Vax, Vax card, the NFL goes, you are such bad PR for us. Like, even if the even if the Bucks want him, Goodell will say, no. This is because everything that's coming out is, is, is armchair psychology people going, we are watching CTE in real time. And I'm not a scientist. You're not a doctor. You know, like we don't know if that's true, but that's what everyone's saying. That is not, that does not bode well for the NFL and for Goodell. So it's like, they can't let him come be on a bigger national stage and have something even crazier happen and let the Twitterverse run wild with that too. Like he's not only a liability for the Bucks, he's a liability for the entire league. I just don't think anything would surprise me when it comes to Goodell Brady and this Antonio Brown situation. I mean, they've let a lot of stuff happen. Goodell has let a lot of bad PR things happen under his time as commissioner. And I'm just saying, it would not surprise me if he ended up back on a roster with Tom Brady. Maybe, maybe it's not this year, but I, I did predict that Tom Brady's going to retire. But I think if we don't get Antonio Brown back, which many, it, it, it's, le it's pointing to that's what the future holds for Antonio Brown. We're going to get a lot of pissy Brady because he's going to have meltdowns about how he has no weapons and how he has no receivers and all he has is Gronk and how can he make this work. Is Mike Evans still hurt? He is hurt. Well, no, yeah. he was in... Yeah, I think he played uh, last week. He did play, but I think, you know, it's he's like, how can I do it with one? You know, Tom is always yeah. like, oh, it's all me. It's all me. But, um, yes. Well, we love Eddie, pissy Brady. I do. Yeah. Um, I was jumping up and down on my feet, cheering when the Jets were ahead of the Patriots. Yeah. Not the Patriots. Oh, my God. He's not on the Patriots. He is on the Tampa Bay Bucks. I thought the Jets were finally going to beat Tom Brady. And then great. instead of kicking a field goal, the Jets went for it on fourth down and gave Brady too much time left. And he does what he always does. It's so annoying. annoying. Um, word. I also realized that... Um, on Sunday, I feel about Tom Brady the way that everybody else feels about Aaron Rodgers because I don't want to like Aaron Rodgers, but I just do. And everyone else finds him so annoying. And I realize that that's me with Brady. I I loved Aaron Rodgers. Was a, a big Rodgers head. Um, I, we've just had, you know, some issues over the last stretch. But I do think he's a really great quarterback. Um... So, sticking with AB for just one more minute, um, do you envision yourself ever walking out of some situation yeah. in the same manner that Antonio Brown walked out on? 100%. 100%. What's it going to yeah. be? Oof, I bet it'll be a comedy show. I bet I will have a show someday where I'm just like, you know what? Fuck you people. Fuck this. I got a baby at home. I got a husband who loves me. I drive a nice car. I don't need this shit. And I'll probably kick over the mic stand, spill my drink on some hateful person in the front row. I'll take off my shirt. 
I'll take off my pants and I'll throw it into the crowd, grab a bite of someone's soft pretzel and say, fuck all of this. I don't think that's a career ender for you, though. In Not at all. No, I think I would that get up is just the, about to start your career. I'd get up the next night and go, yep, all right. Next at bat. <laughs> <laughs> now, is this something you'd, like, plan for? Or... Or no, but I've definitely had melt. I've definitely had meltdowns on stage. You have. Um, I wouldn't say Antonio Brown level, but yeah, you just do so much stand up that at some point you're like, you snap and you just hate the people you're looking at one night. You know. Is, have you ever had a crowd that like you tell a joke that you know is funny and you get no reaction and then yeah. you just go off at them? No, but when that, I mean, probably yes. But when that happens, then you're like. You know, like, when you've got the gold standards that you're like, okay, there's no way they can deny this, and then they don't get it, then you know you're fucked. Then you're like, shh, nothing is working. And it is, um, mm-hmm, yeah, it is tough. I was, um, watching TV on Saturday and, or Sunday, I forget what day it was, it was definitely Sunday, and they had all the commercials on for This Is Us, and I was like, wow, the show is still on, and it turns out it's the season finale, and I was like, they should call it This Is It, <laughs> and I was like, I'm going to tell that one to Megan, maybe she'll work it into a, a set, and this my husband told me it was terrible. <laughs> I liked it, I laughed, All right. and a lot of times people tell me jokes and I do not laugh, because I am not in the business of giving people pity laughs, because it's like, we've got enough comedians, I don't need, I don't need to make people believe they can do this. Um, okay, so I, I've never had an Antonio Brown level meltdown. I think it, it is coming, maybe in 2022. Um, I, I could see it happening, like, you know, for you when you're a mother. Like, just, I think there there's times when your kids just make you lose it, and yeah, you have to have a meltdown. Um, hopefully mine doesn't happen on TV, because I do think that would be the end. Um, or the beginning. Yeah. You didn't have any meltdowns during wedding planning? Um, I had a lot going on because we, I, I put wedding planning off like way on the back burner because mm. I got a new job and we had to move to Florida. So I was like, I, there was I a pandemic. Um, yeah. Um, the rehearsal, I, I had a little bit of a meltdown because I didn't hire a wedding planner because I said I could do it myself. And so uh. I told everyone what to do on the rehearsal and there was not a lot of people listening. So, oh I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I a um, stern. I gronked my husband's laptop uh, like two days before our wedding. Took it and went, and it didn't break. So I guess I'm not that strong. And it was over. It was over pies. I asked if we could elope probably five days before the wedding. Wow. Yeah. I just didn't. It was a lot of. It's a lot. It's a lot. it is, but it was the best day ever. So I'm really, I'm yeah. really happy that that happened. Um, all right. Well, I've had a rough start to 2021 as far as gambling goes. 2022. I, oh god, <laughs> oh god, I don't even know what. Well, yeah, as far as gambling goes, I've had a rough start. As everybody listening to the show knows, ow, my nail just got stuck in my hair. Um, I use these press-on nails and they're great, except um, oh my god, a whole Megan. chunk of my oh hair. Oh my yeah. god, <laughs> literal chunk of my hair. Um. Mega lock of the week. I picked a lock that even Sal said it's going to hit. And he said, but you're going to have to put a lot of money down on this one. So I put a lot more money down. And, and then it didn't. 
Oh. No, no, it didn't hit. And it was one I was like, I don't even mind putting this money down. It's going to hit. Sal told me it's going to hit. Everyone told me it's going to hit. There's no doubt in my mind that this thing hits. They jinxed um, you. They did. They did. So hopefully gambling gets on a better track. In better news, the Bulls, DeMar DeRozan, back-to-back three-pointers to win last weekend. It was mm-hmm. awesome. Megan, what's the coolest way to end a sporting event? Three-pointer at the buzzer, Grand Slam, Hail Mary. Knock it out okay. of ball. You've watched well, this happen. One of those buzzer beaters was over the Pacers, so I was less than thrilled. I mean, a Grand Slam, that is really cool. I'd say, they are all cool. I think they're mm-hmm. all cool. Which one do you want to do? Oh. Knock out a Paul? Yeah. Oh, my God. I would love to. I. You know, there's a rumor Antonio Brown might fight a Paul. He has to. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would love to knock out a Paul. I would cheer for the Paul in that situation. Not against me. No, and, and Antonio, Antonio Brown. Brown. No, I would still cheer for Antonio Brown. Wow, you I are know. a hater. Yeah, I um, I think, I don't know if you watched it maybe four years ago, it was Patriots-Dolphins, the end of that game, the Hail Mary situation, where Gronk missed a tackle and then the Dolphins won and everyone was just like, what? the hell just happened. I do remember that. It was awful because, you know, I'm a Patriots fan, but I think if I was a Dolphins fan, that would be the single coolest way to end the game. And to beat the Patriots, that's like, it depends who you're like, yeah, that's why knocking out a Paul would be so exciting because you're fighting the enemy. Yes. Okay. And to round out our show, we've had a whole season of watching these rookie quarterbacks, Mac Jones, Trevor Lawrence, Trey Lance, Davis Mills, Zach Wilson, and Justin Fields, Megan, Mary, fuck, cut. What are you doing? I'm marrying Mac Jones. Um, I'm having sex with Trey Lance. And I'm cutting... The uh, Hitler Youth, Zach Wilson. Ooh. That that face, I don't like it. I don't like it. Yeah. Um, I, like you, I'm also marrying Mac Jones. He's also so cute. Like, if you ever listen to his press conferences, he's, like, so innocent. He seems like a good boy. Just a boy. And he'll say things that are funny and doesn't even realize how funny that they are. Like, he was asked yesterday what his favorite Christmas present he got was, and he said a flashlight. He's like, we didn't have one in the house, and I asked my girlfriend to get one, and she delivered. That's a dang Boy Scout answer. (laughs) Like, he's so, so nice. Um, I think I'm going to fuck Justin Fields. Okay, that was my backup. He seems like a really fun time. Yeah. Um, Very athletic, so Mm -hmm. that that could be a lot of fun. And I think he's going to be good. Shorty swing my way, you know? Yeah, I'll let you, you know, we could... I'll swap you Trey Lance for (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to cut, I know I shouldn't do it, but like, I have, I'm going to cut Trevor Lawrence. Wow. He's so ugly. The number (laughs) one pick. I know. I'm just going to cut him. I'm going to come out on a, on a, go out on a win here and just say, I don't think he's ever going to live up to his expectations. Wow. He also got engaged in college. Like that's so weird. And the knee wasn't down. Um, I hope that he, I hope that he does not live up to expectations this week. Okay. No, um, 
Just to note, the new season of The Bachelor started last night. We have Jesse Palmer, former Giants third string quarterback hosting and i believe the guy's name is clayton they all this they all have the name clayton i've never heard the name clayton more in my life than watching the bachelor and this dude was made in a bachelor factory um of note apparently he did play for the seahawks now have i'm guessing practice squad okay um training camp Yes, but they there were there was a photo of him in a Seahawks uniform, so that happened at least, and yeah, just some just some football there. To would you maybe, ever write for The Bachelor? Uh, my dream is to be the first married um, contestant on The Bachelor. Okay. Yeah, just like my, my husband will let me go, and I just like have dates and fun and stuff. But like I'm obviously like, listen, I'm married, but I just wanted to come and like see what this was about. Well, it was funny because I listened to your last episode of Extra Points where you were a guest and I learned some troubling news that I did not win Person of the Year. Eddie won yeah. Person of the Year. Well, he gave it to um, you and then he took it away, which is messed up. It, yeah, it is pretty fucked up. I'm a little damaged from that. Um, and I also learned something really funny about our producer, Eddie. They brought up his girlfriend and he was like, and then I'm going to have to go date again. Guys, I do not want to go date again. And it just made me laugh so hard because... Look, I love my husband, but some part, sometimes I'm like, you know, I wish I could just go on dates again. I think that'd be kind of fun. And never act on it. Yes. But Eddie is totally checked out of the dating game, which no, made me laugh I, a lot. I loved going on dates. I love small talk. I love dinner. I like appetizers. I like drinks. I like getting to know people. I don't want to have to do the, the back end. Definitely not. But I think on The Bachelor, I could really, like, stir some shit up as a 35-year-old pregnant married woman. Like, I'm there to start trouble. Um, but, yeah, this guy, I'm, I, my hope for The Bachelor, and I know this will never happen, is I want them to get an NFL player, preferably a black man, who is, like, a star. No more Coltons and Claytons. We did not see these boys play real time i'm talking like a trey lance a jimmy g um a you know antonio brown (laughs) i'm fully kidding um but like give us justin fields give us some name recognition we want starters we want pro bowlers that's what i'm that's what i'm calling for of abc i i think it would make for great entertainment yeah and then their team, because they, I, I'm sure his teammates are going to come at some point, and it's like, we don't know who these people are either. That's true. Yeah, yeah, no, like, because they're nobodies. There's, they were barely on the team. They were on the team for about five minutes. I think, I think you should pitch that to ABC. Um, <sighs> I've got anything else? Them. Oh, you do? Oh, yeah, I have two failed pilots there. Hmm. There we go. This is this could be the third time could be the charm. Um, all right, Megan, anything else before we wrap our first episode of the new year? I'm just really hungry all the time. <laughs> I'm eating a lot. When do you do again? Not for like four more months. <laughs> I'm only six months. Not until the end of April. Oof. Are we doing epidural? Are we doing C-section? Oh, are we doing natural? What are we doing? I've asked to be knocked out. We're doing C-section or heavy pour of an epidural. All right. All right. Um, and later in the show, we will bet. Later this year, we will yes. bet on um, when your baby comes. Okay. And the I've size been, of your baby. I will give you thing. some insider tips right now. The doctor has said is a big, and she said, you have a big baby. And she sounded alarmed. 
So. <laughs> well, maybe he'll be an athlete. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my dad. All he does is go 6-4, spin move, getting multiple D1 offers, football and basketball. He just lets his mind run wild. I one time had a man tell me that I was a breeder. So. <gasps> That's nice. That's nice. Yeah. He said that we would make <laughs> Division One athletes. And I was like... I think wow. I'm turned on. So on that um, note, <laughs> we can leave it with that. Megan, Happy thank you so much. <laughs> thank you so much for joining us here on Megan Fun the Sports. Please rate, review, subscribe, and tune in next week. Bye.